to begin, if you all will pray with me, let's close our eyes and talk to God. Good morning, Lord. You've given us another beautiful and amazing day to be with you. Each of us are blessed this morning to be here, granted safe travels and good health. And we come to you this morning anxious as we do every Sunday to feel your presence and to be motivated by the words that you have for us to hear. As we move into our message this morning, we ask you to be here with us in this place, opening our hearts to receive more than just words, but inspiration and motivation. In this room are so many prayers. Some we've seen answered and some that have gone unanswered. And we come to you this morning with all of those unanswered prayers. And we dump them at your feet. And we just say thank you. Thank you for being the king of kings that can provide all those answers that we are looking for. Stay with us this morning. Let your message lift us, heal us, and bring us nearer to you. We pray this together in your son's precious name. Amen. First of all, I want to offer an apology to the choir. The fans were cut off mid-morning, which made you sweat. But I am just now getting feeling back in my fingers. I'm not even sure I can change the paper, so I'm very sorry. Um, Liz is used to it. We keep the office at a warm 78. She prefers it at a 58. So I apologize for that this morning, but my fingers are still not quite moving the way that they should uh, properly. So, um, Though I'm extremely sorry that our candidate is out with COVID this week, and we wish him the very best and speedy healing, I'm also excited to be here again with you this morning. When I got the offer to preach on Thursday, I'm going to be honest, I didn't really think it through. I just said yes. Sermons don't always come to me the way they do everyone else. They don't come on a timetable. Generally, I have to wait uh, until God puts it on my heart. And within a few hours, I was debating all sorts of things. And as I was thinking about my words, the words I wanted to share with you, I got to thinking about my sermon a few weeks ago called The Word. Now, the focus of that sermon was both on the word itself and on the words we use, how we are each creators with our mouths. And I started thinking about this amazing book that I bought about a year ago. And the book is called The Words of Jesus. And the only thing in the book is Jesus' words. There is no more and there is no less. I like to read it. I like to feel comfort by it, to attempt to know Jesus a little bit better, the power of his words. And when I read it, I feel like I can hear him. This book is kind of a goal of mine. I want to know it so well that I could put together a sermon that was only the words of Jesus. Just Jesus' words woven together better than I could ever say it for you. Well, I don't have to tell you that I didn't have time to do that in the last two days. But the idea of it got me thinking 
about the idea of hearing God. I got to thinking about how often I want to hear God. How sometimes I feel like I just can't hear what he has to tell me. How I can't hear or see his direction clearly enough. It feels like sometimes there's a fog that sets in. I thought about times in my house, in my car, in this church, in various stages of my life that I just wanted so desperately to hear God clearly. Spell it out for me, write it in the sky, but let me hear your message. I don't want any more signs or breadcrumbs. Just talk to me. I want to hear you. I want to feel you. I wonder sometimes, is God not talking to me or am I just not listening good enough? And as I was debating and reading and studying and researching, asking God for what direction, he led me to something I didn't expect. He led me to a letter from God by Bill Galtieri. And I'm sorry if I ruined his name this morning. I can tell you that there's lots and lots of letters out there from God that you can read. But this one was special. An entire masterpiece of woven scripture designed to speak to believers. I was really, really taken back by it. 134 scriptures, no one else's words, just God's. And as I read it over and over again, I couldn't believe how clearly I could hear God. I could feel him. I could feel the words divinely written just for us. Each sentence gave me chills and inspiration. It was kind of like God was telling me sweet nothings I was begging for. Each line curing something different within me. Fear, discomfort, sadness, frustration, you name it. I could hear and feel God easing all my worries, soothing me with his words. It wasn't long after reading this that I got a pretty direct order. I could hear God quite clearly. Save your words and be my vessel. So this morning I'm going to share with you a letter from God. I'm not going to mud up the waters with any words of my own. I'm not going to try to preach one scripture that moves you. I'm going to let 134 scriptures do the talking. I'm just going to be a vessel so God can talk to you. May you hear the words of his letter. May you feel the words of this letter. May you feel your Father, Almighty God, inspiring and motivating you today. A letter from God. My child, I love you. I created you in my image and I called you very good. I knit you together in your mother's womb. I know the number of hairs on your head and I am familiar with all your ways. My precious thoughts of you are as countless as the sand on the seashore. I am love. 
And the greatest commandment that I have for you is that love. My love is made complete in you when you receive my love. Love me and love others. To show you how to live this life of love, I've given you ten commandments. Laws that honor me and are good and pleasing to you. I am the Lord, the King of kings and the righteous judge. And it is a terrible thing to come under my judgment. So to fear me is the beginning of wisdom. But you don't need to remain afraid of me. If you rely on me, then my perfect love will remove all your fear. I am a compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger and abounding in love and faithfulness. Now, in the person of Jesus Christ, I knock on the door of your heart, waiting for you to let me in. Open the door and I will forgive your sins and choose not to remember them anymore. I will teach you how to live your daily life with me in the kingdom of the heavens. I will adopt you into my family and lavish on you my fatherly love. Then you will marvel that I chose you to be my child and I drew you to myself. You see, I've loved you from the beginning, long before you loved me. I sent my son, Jesus, the exact representation of my being to die on the cross in your place, to take upon himself the punishment that you deserved and to take away your sin. For you, the mighty lion sacrificed his life as an innocent lamb. Through Jesus, I, your Lord and Master, have come to serve you. When you are born again by my Holy Spirit, then you become a new person. With a new heart, a new self, and a new life. You have my precious righteousness as a gift. Your body becomes a temple for my Holy Spirit, and you become a saint. Indeed, I will make your righteousness shine like the dawn. You will be a crown of glory in my hand, reflecting my likeness with ever-increasing glory. I am faithful to help you to be holy and to complete the good work I have started in you. To stand firm in my grace and fight the good fight of faith. When you are tempted to sin, look for the way out that I will provide you. Resist the enemy and submit to me. Turn away from sin and toward the good that I give you. And when you fail, remember that I am waiting for you with open arms to forgive you and to give you another chance. The enemy will accuse you, 
but call out to Jesus and I will defend you and enable you to overcome him. I will rescue your true self from sin and condemnation. Remember, the pleasures of sin are fleeting. And if you find delight in me instead, then you will see that I give you the desires of your heart, eternal pleasures even, and do far more for you than you can imagine. Whatever you need, simply look to me and I will provide it. I will give you love, joy, peace, and all the fruit of my spirit to fill your soul and for you to go and share with others. Since I care so much for you, don't worry about getting your needs met and don't worry about tomorrow. Just as I look after the little sparrows, so will I look after you. So give your burdens to me and let me give you rest. Talk to me when you're anxious and let me put you at peace. No matter what happens, your soul will be safe in my hands. Like a mother bird, I'll cover you with my feathers in my nest. When rivers of difficulty roar, you will not be swept away. When fiery trials blaze, you will not be burned. When war breaks out, I will be your fortress and ever-present help in your trouble. Even when you face death, I will take you by the hand and lead you on the joyful path to eternal life. So don't be afraid when you walk through the valley of the shadow of death because I am your good shepherd. I will be with you, comforting you and protecting you on your journey. And I will never leave you. When enemies come against you, I will fight for you. Even when you do what is right, people will insult you. They will criticize you and mistreat you. But I will bless you. Even when you trust your father and mother, they may forsake you. But I will receive you. So if you find yourself poor, remember that I've blessed you with true riches. And if you find yourself last in line, remember that with me, those who are last will be first. Yes, I will raise you up and exalt you when you are humble before me. When you are brokenhearted, I will draw close to you and cry with you. I'll collect all your tears in my bottle and record each one in my book. Like a shepherd holding his lamb, I'll carry you close to my heart. I'll comfort you in your time of sadness, turning your mourning into gladness and your weakness into strength. I will put a happy new song in your mouth and give you a beautiful new name. Even the difficulty and pain you experience can be to your benefit 
if you endure these hardships as loving disciples. From me, opportunities for you to be trained in the ways of righteousness and peace. Always remember that when you love me and seek my purposes, all things will work together for your good. I am for you and not against you. If I have been misrepresented to you by people who claim to know me but don't, then know that I am against them. And if your earthly father has not shown you my fatherly love, then please realize that I offer more than he ever could. I am the perfect father, the father from whom all fatherhood derives its name, and I love to give you good gifts. With me on your side, your future is bright and full of hope. My plans are to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you abundant life now and forever. So call to me and I will answer you. Listen and you will hear my voice directing you. Tune into your heart and you will sense my instructions. My Holy Spirit will be your counselor. So don't walk alone. Walk in my spirit. Trust in me and I will direct your path and bless you wonderfully. I have gifted you to serve me in my kingdom. And I want to make you great. So discover your gift and use it in the body of Christ. I have important work for you to do, work that I will help you to accomplish by working alongside you. Together we can accomplish great dreams and move mountains. You are the light of the world. So shine my light to those who are lost. Show your love for me by loving those who are in need. You serve me by loving those who are in need. You serve me when you feed the hungry, provide shelter for the homeless, clothe the poor, care for the sick, and visit those in prison. And always be prepared to talk to the hopeless in a respectful way about the good news of my grace demonstrated in Jesus. Do these things for people from every nation in every language, training them to follow Jesus. But you're not just my servant. You're my friend. More than that, you're my beloved child. You are precious and honored in my sight, and I rejoice over you with singing. I delight in you like a bridegroom for his bride. I will always love you and nothing can ever change that. One day soon I will return to bring you and all my followers to the heavenly home that I have prepared for you. I will wipe away your tears and take away your pain forever. And I will reward you for all the good that you've done in my name. Heaven will be more beautiful and wonderful than you can ever imagine. 
There you will sing with angels, feast at banquets, and rule over cities. Come home. Come home and I'll throw the biggest party heaven has ever seen. I have always been your father and will always be your father. My question is, will you be my child? Because I am waiting for you. In deep love, your father, almighty God. Amen.